Welcome to the Jeff and Don Pod. As always, thank you for the support. Please do not forget to leave us a review and rating on the iTunes app. Five star, five star, five star. Five stars only. So, Jeff, let's give the people a little bit of a background on our creative process. We like to hit up our local bar, our Definitely. favorite local bar. Get those creative juices flowing, you know? Absolutely. Have a, a couple of beers. beverages. Do some brainstorming. Typically, we come up with our own topics. We search the internet for interesting things to talk about. But this time, the topic came to us. So once we arrive at the beer shop, we like to catch up with the guys, talk about anything new that's going on. We go there quite often, so we are really familiar with the bartender. And when we're there, while the locals come around, he often introduces us to them. So, you know, we meet a lot of interesting people, to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. But uh, this week was just, we. I've heard, this has to be the craziest story I've heard in a long time. This guy's story earned him the dummy of the week. So this lad is at the bar explaining his relationship troubles, as you do. His troubles were quite different, though, Dom. I think this is pretty major. <laughs> he wants to be dumped. So he's basically trying to get out of the relationship. Yeah, it's getting too serious for him. He wants out. He wants out. So he comes up with a master plan. His plan is to propose to his girlfriend, hoping that she gets scared, says no, and then he can have an excuse to leave the relationship. It's one of the worst ideas I've ever heard of. <laughs> I don't know how he arrived at this wonderful plan of his, but he thought it was a good idea. This is probably the first time a male proposed to a woman <laughs> trying to get dumped. <laughs> trying to get dumped. Trying to. Now, I've get. heard it all. I've heard it all. This is amazing. So the girlfriend says yes to the proposal. Oh, yeah. Now this man is engaged. He went all in and he <laughs> lost. <laughs> I mean, I hope this works out for him because. Well, Dom, he clearly said. Things are going too fast, and now he's engaged. So I don't think things are working out for him right now. <laughs> I mean, I hope in the long run he can come around to the idea of getting married to this woman. Oh, my goodness. Because if he didn't want to be in a relationship in the first place... You shouldn't propose. <laughs> now you're engaged to be married. Oh, my goodness. She's going to tell all her friends, all her family members. It was such a bad idea. This girl is moving too fast for you. Hey. Yeah. Why would you accelerate on that? I have no idea. I really don't know where he came up with I think he idea. really needed to pump the brakes. I mean, I don't know any good way of ending a relationship, but this is probably not the way to go. Uh, yeah. If you want to end the relationship, uh, don't propose. Yeah, I'd say don't go for the proposal. You really that's should. Pro that's probably not going to work. And even if it does work, you look like an asshole. Yep. But if it doesn't work out, now you're engaged to be married. Imagine his his buddies, his, his other lads. <laughs> when he explained this. <laughs> He's like, I, I know how to uh, get rid of this girl. This I'm going to propose to her. Does he have any good friends that will say, excuse me, that's a bad idea? Excuse me, sir. That's not a good idea. Who thinks this way? <laughs> he, clearly does, he clearly didn't tell anyone about this. Yeah, it must have been a, a master plan he kept to himself. No, I mean, he thought the plan was so good that he's like, He yeah, thought it was bulletproof. He's like, yeah, this is going to work out. I'm just going to scare her away. That's why I won't have to dump her. Women don't want to get married at all. And now he's engaged. <laughs> well, good luck to that lad. Talking about weddings now, I actually I actually came across something rather interesting as I was reading the entire internet the other day. Do you know you can get married at Taco Bell now? 
Oh, you can get a taco <laughs> and get married? You can get married at Taco Bell in Las Vegas. This just doesn't sound like a good idea either. This is a, this is true. This is happening right now. There's a couple getting married August 7th. Oh, oh wait. This is this, this, this is first happening. One? This is happening on in Taco Bell. <laughs> the premiere? Las Vegas Taco Bell. Is you this can the get first episode there. of the Taco yeah. Bell marriages? You can get married inside Taco Bell. So what's the special thing about getting married in Taco Bell? Do you get free tacos? I would hope so, but I'm sure <laughs> nothing is free when you get married. <laughs> probably not. Weddings are probably the most ex- it's probably the most expensive party you can throw. So give us some more details. What's the exciting part of this Taco Bell marriage? Well, it's not that exciting, I guess, but if you really like tacos, what are is. the amenities? <laughs> uh, my, to my understanding, there's a room in the back. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, you get to rent out a special room in Taco Bell. You get to consummate the marriage there? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. Will you be getting married in a Taco Bell one day? I don't even want to go into Taco Bell to get a taco on a regular basis. So why would I get married there? You know how these millennials are trying to be different. Imagine you, you get an invitation if you're like the parents of these young, oh, yeah. young individuals. Like, oh. oh, join us for our wedding at Taco Bell in Las no, Vegas. No, parents are probably all excited, bragging. Oh, yeah, my daughter's engaged. Oh, I'm going to invite you to the wedding. And then That's it's an at Taco Bell. That's an interesting point. Parents get, are so proud oh, yeah. of their children getting married. Oh, yeah. Unless they don't like the groom or the bride. That's This is true. That gets tricky. Then at that point, they but just But you can bashing. also add to that list. What? Unless they don't like Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, parents like to invite all of their friends to their children's wedding. And I mean, this is a, I have a, feeling they won't is a be, really new thing. They won't be inviting their parents to this one. It'll be like just their friends. Taco Bell weddings. At least they have a room in the back. It's very important. Very important room. Get the honeymoon. Wake up. Breakfast in bed. A chalupa. A chalupa <laughs> with the mild sauce. Free refills. Sounds like a great time to be alive. This Taco Bell is on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, so you, oh, you can go party after this. this is amazing. So you've this been is getting Las, a little better than I thought it would. You've been to Las Vegas. You've been on that strip. You know what? You know what happens on that strip. It's hard not to get excited when you're on that strip. Oh, like yeah. even if you're just taking a stroll to like go eat some food, you're like, let's go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. You can Vegas. go get a drink and keep walking around. And by the way, Jeff, uh, they just legalized the medical out there in Nevada. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. It's this about is, time. This is another wonderful thing. If you're over 21, you can now purchase recreational marijuana in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. And you can also get married in Taco Bell in Las Vegas. What a great time to visit the great state of Nevada. So, Dom, let me ask you this. How do you feel about getting married? Well, at this point in my life, I don't think I'll be getting married anytime soon. I don't feel like it's necessary. If you live with someone and you love them, you can still have children, have a great life, and not get married. So you're against marriage? No, not necessarily, but I... Will you consider it? Yes, I will consider it, but if I don't think... If you're living with someone, as you as you mentioned before, and she really wants to get married and, you, and she loves you and she has six of your kids... If she's really intent on getting married and I love her very much, then yeah, I'll get married. Because I'm not gonna leave her because I don't want to get married. That would be that would be that would not be a good plan like our friend <laughs> earlier. It just it's just not a solid plan. But if she really really wants to get married, then I you, would you'll make it happen. 
Yeah, of course. But I don't feel like it's necessary to get married to to like validate your relationship with someone else if you love yeah, them. Yeah, so I, them. I totally agree. You really don't need that validation from others or from anyone. Now, from a legal standpoint, I'm sure there's like tax benefits to it and yeah. other and, and other benefits that you other get incentives. from getting married. Yeah. But uh, in terms of just like the pure relationship of two human beings that want to live together, I don't think it's necessary to get married. You know, often we see like one person relationship who is a lot more for getting married and may also be even, dare I say, pushy about it. Huh. It seems like there's usually one person that's yeah. more intent on getting married. And can can like you see that becoming annoying? Uh, if sure. you're not at the level you mentioned where you're madly in love and you have six kids and you live with this lady. <laughs> six kids? Yeah, six. I don't know about that. Let's just say you're dating. And, you've been, and you're dating for like, let's say, eight months. Things are going great. Are you living together? No. Okay. Things are going great. Dating for eight months, and the lad you're with really wants to get married, and it's coming up a lot, but you're not a hundred percent there yet. What do you do? So she wants to get married at eight months. Well, forget about eight months. Just before you're ready. I've seen this happen to a few of my friends. I'm not gonna name drop. <laughs> we want to keep that confidential. Yeah. Uh, I think at that point you just have to sit down with them and let them know where you're at in your life. Where you stand? Yeah, where you stand. And if that becomes... What, what if you like this young lady a lot and that might ruin everything? Well, if you're not ready to get married, you're not ready. So you're just going to jeopardize the rest of your life and your mental health because you don't want to leave this person? I see what, I see what you did there. So like at that point, you're just giving up whatever you feel for this other person, which will, one will say, oh, that's a selfless love. But, man, you have to take care of yourself. If you don't want to get married, you have to let them know I'm not at the point where I want to get married. Yeah, and also if the person that's pushing to get married, if you let them know that, if they love you as they claim they love you, they should be understanding and respect that and not and not continue to push. And if they can't respect that, that's probably not the person you should be marrying. Exactly. That's where you'll find out what they're truly made of. Yeah. Because if they just want to push you to get married, that's a selfish human being. Yeah. It's about two people, right? So at that point, I think you can sit down and come up with like a time frame. Yeah. Let's say in a year or two years, we have to come to a decision. Are we going to get married or not? Yeah. And then if at that point you continue to disagree about it, then you have to move on. Although that's easier said than done. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to say yeah, it on the mic. Yeah, that's true. Putting it into play is not the same. But, I mean, I guess our biggest takeaway here is don't rush it. No, getting married, especially when you're standing up there. Like, I've been at weddings, and when they say those words, until death do your part, yeah. that stuff is heavy, man. <laughs> that, that's when. <laughs> that stuff hits you in the in the head, in the chest. That's when you know it's real. <laughs> yeah, like, when you have to agree with that, you're like, it's for oh, the, man. It's for the long nuts. run. Everyone has heard of high school sweethearts. Yes. Maybe even heard of middle school sweethearts. College sweethearts. College sweethearts. Have but you ever heard of a preschool sweetheart? Preschool sweethearts. When I was when I was in preschool, I was looking for that red car. <laughs> Not the love of my life. These folks were looking for their soulmates. I was looking for that tricycle. At 
three or four years old. Trying to get that before everyone else. Jeff was worried about his snack and having fun. Now, I'm not sure how much to believe about these guys, Jeff. These two lads that got married as preschool sweethearts. But just for the sake of entertainment, these two lads lived in Arizona. They met in a preschool in Arizona. So they lost touch um, during their middle school years. And they actually got reacquainted in high school through a mutual friend. Yeah. And from that point on, they started dating. It looks like they hit it off. And they actually stayed together long distance through their college years. And then once they finished college, they decided to get married, which is pretty crazy. It's very crazy. So he says he doesn't remember the first time he saw her, but she always she was always a girl who let me follow her around. Wow. <laughs> I tried to impress her by reciting lines from the movies like Lion King. <laughs> the guy it, was a romantic at three years old. It, it's an awesome story. I mean, this is great. Yeah, it's a great story. It's a it's a nice way to. So they met twenty years ago, man. They're only twenty three when they got married. I think that's a little young. Yeah, if you ask me. Well, they've known each other since they were three. They've known each other for a long time. Yeah, Dom, but have <laughs> they really known each other since they were three? They met in preschool they and known then each other for 20 years. and then got reacquainted what in high else school. Do they need to find out about each other. That's uh, a little young, but I mean, it's a. You know what I like about this wedding, though, this marriage, the uncle officiated the wedding. That's always cool. I like that. You have someone special That's officiate a cool the uncle. wedding. His name is Grotsky. Oh, last Grotsky. name, last nope. name Grotsky. He needs to officiate my wedding. Oh no, I need to. Well, I, I want to introduce him. <laughs> we need to call this man. He needs to be on the pod. Absolutely. We gotta ask Lima. <laughs> Gotta ask our producer Lima Lima's shaking his head right now I know He does not agree with most of the things we say on this podcast We still want you Grotsky <laughs> Another conversation that came up With one of, one of our guys at the beer shop Is this idea of waiting in line for food Yeah he said that he waited 45 minutes in yep. line When Shake Shack first opened By Brian Park So this man waited 45 minutes for a burger for a burger and fries. And he did not go back ever again. He says he's never going back. <laughs> he said it was a soggy burger and he did not enjoy it. But it brought up the question of how long would you wait in line for food? Yeah, in line, that changes everything. So, Jeff, how long would you wait in line for something that you consider that's worth it? 20 minutes. 20 minutes? That's it? 20 minutes. I mean, 20 minutes is. You're saying kind that's of a it. Long that's a quite the wait. To be standing in line. Does it matter what food it is? or? I mean, if I'm waiting in line, it's probably like a fast food joint. Unless you're waiting to be seated at a restaurant. Well, you go to fancy establishments. I like to go to Wendy's. <laughs> Very nice. So Jeff says he would wait 20 minutes. Yeah. If so I'm waiting the, in line, but the food, 20 minutes. The food can't just be good. The food has to be excellent. Right. If the food is just good and I've been there before and it's a 20-minute wait, I'll go somewhere else. I'd agree with that. Well... Actually, I think I would wait 30 minutes, but the food has to be great. Like, it has to be, like, a really good burger, some good milkshakes, or, like, some really good barbecue food or something that's really delicious for me to wait 30 minutes. In line, that's right. I mean, when you really think about it, when you go to a restaurant and you sit down and you order your food, you get it in, like, 20 to 30 minutes. Right, but you're sitting down. I think it's a different experience. Also, like, if you're, when you order pizza. It's like 30 minutes. So I guess it's like you said, you don't have to physically wait in line and be annoyed. I think waiting in lines is going to become a thing of the past. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of restaurants that come out with apps now. 
and you can just order your food and go show up. Technology Although, is taking over. once that happens, isn't everyone going to have to wait to go get their food? Or will the app just notify you when it's ready? I'm sure they can make the app notify you when it's ready. Mm. Notifications are... One yeah, because things like that usually work right when now, there's anyways. only a handful of people using it. But if everyone is using it, then doesn't the convenience go away? Uh, one word down. Updates. <laughs> Don't figure that out. That doesn't okay. seem like a complicated thing. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Being a critical thinker. But yeah, people, stop waiting in line for these things. And also have another well, Dom, point, Jeff. I have something to say about What's that. What's that? When Shake Shack first opened, it was just a hype, and people wanted to say that they I had it. I was going to bring that up. And are you doing it for the food? Are you doing it for the food, or are you doing it for the Instagram or Snapchat picture? People are doing it for the Instagram and Snapchat. Which is a ridiculous no, way to live. Or to go and tell someone, have you done this? Oh, yeah. Have that's you been in that thing, line yeah. and had that burger? Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's amazing. You need to go. This burger's amazing. It's worth the line, but that's BS. It's true. People like having that thing that others haven't done. Yeah. Like when you ask them a question, have you done this? It's like, oh, no, I haven't. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, no. Pe- like people, they have this upper people hand. People love to you. toot their horn. I mean, oh, goodness. I've done something you haven't done. Let me, let me brag about it. Exactly. And then... They, rec- they, they, recommend, <laughs> they recommend you doing it, knowing it's an awful experience waiting in line 45 minutes. Well, exactly. That's why when people tell me about things like that, like, oh, go visit this place. It's super busy, but it's worth it. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go to my I'll local to joint. Not, not place. <laughs> go to my local joint that's pretty damn good, and I'm, I'll be okay. So, people, stop waiting in line if you just want to take an Instagram picture. All right, Jeff, let's talk about some NBA players changing teams. Oh, yeah. Are you excited for the season? It seems like there's a lot of moves happening right now. I'm very excited. And actually, free agency just started on July 1st. So. Feels like it's been going on forever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> These guys are active, man. Uh, do you have any favorite moves that have happened so far? I'm really excited to see the Thunder this year. With the I mean, yeah, that's of Paul right. George. I think Paul George that's a really exciting team, though. Yeah, that's a really exciting team, though. They now. got him for nothing. Pretty much. I mean, will they keep him is another question for another day. Well, yeah, some people were saying that it's a risky move by OKC, but I don't think it's all that risky. They didn't give up much. It's exciting. It's bring some some people to the stands after losing KD. Well, Dom, you know today Westbrook decided not to sign an extension yet. He's going to wait for the season to be over. Oh, boy. So the conspiracy theories begin. Are they going to go to L.A. together? Huh. And let me be clear, it's not to put on that ridiculous Clippers jersey. <laughs> Talking about the prestigious purple and gold. And I'm sure they'll see their friend LeBron James there. Oh, another yeah, We'll get LeBron James, team. Paul George, and Russell Westbrook together. I honestly, I honestly think LeBron James is leaving Cleveland oh, next gone. year. He gone. He doesn't like that owner. He gone. That dude is not a good person. He gone. Well, LeBron, you brought a championship to Cleveland. You Bring can move on. Bring one to L.A. <laughs> but, Don, what do you think? Russell Westbrook is not signing an extension until next year. He's going to leave with George or or wait to see what George is doing before he signs. Right. To my understanding, OKC can give him the most amount of money. So Supermax. So at which this point, is an insane amount of money. Exactly. So the new CBA, the new collective bargaining agreement by, between the players and the NBA has set a rule where – Players like Kevin Durant can't 
are not incentivized to leave their team because they're leaving 40 50 million dollars on the table yeah so that's gonna be really change the landscape of the nba so i don't think russell westbrook will be leaving oh that's a hot take yeah i think he's i think uh he gone it's too much money to leave on the table jeff these guys have a lot of money and they're making a lot of money i don't care if you're a billionaire you're not leaving 30 million dollars on the table we'll see what happens with the young lad well, hopefully he stays in OKC, I think. I would like to see him there, and PG stays there, too. It'd be pretty cool. I would like to see those guys in purple and gold. I think the most exciting move has been the Chris Paul move. I'm really interested to see the Chris Paul move to Houston to play alongside James Harden. And to play no defense? No, well, Chris Paul is actually a good defender. Doesn't run. It's not. doesn't fit the playing style of that team. No. <laughs> you have to play some defense. I think it'll be exciting to have those two great passers on a team that shoots a lot of threes. No, they're they're gonna make noise. They're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna shooting contend, them. Yeah. They're gonna be really them. fun. Well, that's the exciting part. I didn't say they were gonna win a championship. Oh, we know who's winning the championship already. Yeah. Well, we know who's gonna go to the finals. <laughs> yeah. At least we have a little more to be excited about this exactly. year. Exactly. I think it's gonna be really exciting. We're gonna see what Westbrook could do with Paul George. I think you know who Chris I think Paul is really happy about all this news. Of players moving to the Western Conference, LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron. He's James. like, oh, another person I don't have to deal with now. I saw one of my favorite players, Joel Embiid, he when say? he saw this move. He said, "Well, looks like a playoff spot just opened." <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted that. Hashtag the process. Trust the process. Shout out to Joel Embiid. All right, Dom. It's time for a driverless car update. UK supermarket Okado. Is conducting an experiment for 10 days on groceries being delivered by driverless cars. Your fears have come true, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Luckily, there are two drivers in the car just watching everything and making sure everything goes accordingly. Just in case they need to step in. They probably listen to the podcast and listen to your fears. Yeah, this this experiment is mostly based on the Jeff and Don pod. (laughs) Hey, I'm all for this. But yeah, man, I saw the I saw the video of this car driving itself, and these guys just standing and looking at the steering wheel moving and the gas pedals going. It's crazy. That's a trippy experience for you to be in a car and the the wheels just moving. And by the itself. car's moving by itself. You, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't sit in that <laughs> driver's seat. Jeff will fate. <laughs> I would, I would lose it. I'll, I'll get too paranoid. Yeah, hey, they're gonna start delivering my groceries. I am all for that. This is a. Uh, gonna change the world or something like this is possible i'm telling you jeff is happening i don't know why you're so against it. i i like being human that's my problem you still like it i want to drive my car i want to pick up my groceries i don't know why you're so against it the hashtag is here hashtag being human i don't care about being human anymore i believe about being efficient when robots take over they're gonna hold our groceries against us and i'm gonna be with the robots <laughs> you don't fit in brother <laughs> <laughs> I will get like a bionic eye or something. At that point, people like you are going to be like, man, I should have listened to the Jeff and Dom pod. Not Dom. The other guy was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, another news about driverless cars. Since this recent wave of driverless cars has come into the United States, um, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs, Jeff. Yeah, another bad thing about this. Well, unfortunately, unfortunate. truck driving in the U.S. is one of the biggest occupations this heightens my fear i i understand a a little car crashing but because it's driven by a robot but imagine a truck 
malfunctioning, some bugs didn't work, the computer crashed, and a truck crashes into something or just goes through. Like, this is... I have to say, I'm a supporter of the self-driving movement, but self-driving trucks are a little scary. Oh, welcome to being human, my friend. I'm still going to be with the robots, but anyway, I have to voice a little bit of concern just in case the humans prevail. But basically about... Computers crash, computers get viruses, (laughs) computers get hacked. A lot can go wrong. Just leave these human beings behind the wheel. Jeff is illogical about that. I, I... I'm going to start getting ready for the robot apocalypse. Get your guns ready. You're going to be on the other side. We're going to war, brother. All I know is robots don't need food or water. So let's see who will survive. They need electricity. (laughs) (laughs) We we still control that. It's time for our DM of the week. You ready for this, Dom? It goes down in the DM. It goes down indeed. This question is uh, from a female listener. Oh, I'm glad we get the female listeners on the pod. I would like to know a male's perspective on if you've been talking to someone and there's no title, like you don't consider each other boyfriend or girlfriend, but you guys act like you're in a relationship together. How does a guy feel about the situation? Very good question. Thank you for the DM. Hot topic. <laughs> this is a hot topic. Lima just walked away. Oh, Lima's disgusting. All right, let me answer the question. But before I answer the question, let me give you a little bit of a background on this idea of labels. Lima, come back, man. Please come back, Lima. So a little bit of a background, uh, sort of a philosophical psychology background on this idea of labels. We like to make sense of our world. So this is how this is why we label. Preach, brother. The only way we can make sense of this crazy world is by labeling things. Yep. Unfortunately, this labeling crosses over to our relationships. And labels don't always mean good things. Sometimes they're just for show. I think relationship labels tend to be more for outside approval than than for your own approval and how you feel. It's for public consumption. Correct. So you want your friends to know that that's your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you want to show them off or you want to show them to your parents yeah because how much really changes after the label what what happens what's what's the magic barrier does it have any actual effect on your relationship and the feelings between the two people none it adds nothing i I wouldn't say none very little there are some changes that happen perhaps you would take it more seriously if you finally agreed to say okay we're officially a boyfriend and girlfriend but usually, I'd say 95% of the time, it's more for other people than it is for the people involved. Do you have anything to add to that? Hot topic! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll keep cooking. I mean, I think some people are publicly showing each other affection and they're like, oh, that's my girlfriend on social media, but yet their relationship are pretty crappy. Uh, their relationship at home are not good, but yeah, you see them on social media having a blast and all over each other. You may be on to something here, Dom. Absolutely. Of course I am. Are you saying that potentially a relationship can be more successful if you stay away from the labels for a while? Because you, you were on to something when you mentioned that it does take the relationship to another level. And maybe if you rush that, it can hinder the relationship. Right. So I'm a believer in being on the same page. So that means you establish an idea or principle that you're both going to follow doesn't mean that you have to sit down and say okay let's put a label on our relationship for sign other a people. legal document <laughs> no <laughs> i'm not signing anything but just come up to an agreement and say okay we're just gonna 
have a good time together, not worry about what other people think. Because a lot of times people are living for social media purposes, living life for other people. All right, Don, but what if your significant other puts the label on you and just says to her friend, this is my boyfriend? What do you do in that situation? Yep. I mean, I think you go with it for the time being because if you say, no, we're not, you're not my girlfriend, <laughs> then obviously that relationship is probably going to end at that point. What you can do is, Dom, you can propose to her to see <laughs> if she will break up with you and just solve that problem. I've heard, I've heard that doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah, people, do not let outside influences determine how you should lead your relationship. Relationships are between two people for the most part, and it's just between you guys. If you're happy, you're having a good time, just keep it that way. Yeah. Don't allow a label to change your relationship. And allow labels to formulate organically. Exactly. You don't want anything forced. You don't want to be forced into marriage. Nope. Like our young dummy of the week. Oh, man. You don't want to be forced into being called a girlfriend or a boyfriend. You both have to be ready for this. Yes. And you'll know when you're ready and it'll just happen. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening to the Jeff and Don Pod. As always, thank you for the support. Appreciate the love, the feedback. Keep sending us questions. The questions have been great. <laughs> Absolutely. Slide into our DMs. We've been enjoying the DMs. We're here to help the people. We, we love the questions. We love the uh, criticism, everything. Anything. Anything you have to share with us. Reach out to us. We want to make the show interactive. And please, if you have any candidates... A friend, an article, <laughs> anything you see. Especially a friend. <laughs> especially a friend that you would like us to consider for our Dummy of the Week Award. Dummy of the Week Award. Please slide into our DMs at Jeff Pod on Instagram. Until next time, this has been the Jeff and Don Pod.